0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Discover. Tired of not getting a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I identify as a Latina.
1: Sorry, that's always really a hard question for me. What are you defining race as? Do we have to have a conversation about what race is?
2: Yes, I'm Latinx. That's easy because I know my parents are both from Costa Rica, but
3: for race, I don't know.
2: I self-identify as a Latino and of the Black race. Looking
3: at me, I can't put white. I can't put Black. I put other sometimes. I like to fill out other and I like to just write in Latino. I don't know
4: where my African is. I'll never know because that information was taken from me.
1: So this year, I guess I realized that I'm indigenous.
0: Mexican-American, Indian, indigenous.
1: I look white. That's how I came out. However, I was raised in a Dominican household. It just doesn't make sense. I'm Shireen Marisol Meraji. I'm
2: Jean Demby, and this is Code Switch.
1: From NPR.
2: All right, so Latinos are the second largest demographic in the U.S. That's like a thing we say all the time on this show it is it's a very weird data point because you know (laughs) when we say that what are we talking about like are latinos the second largest racial demographic in the united states yeah
1: how does that work how does that work if there are a bunch of different races that make up the latino category not to mention the fact that latinos rep around two dozen countries of origin
2: right right but let's go back to the before times, in 2017, you interviewed Christina Mora, who is a sociologist at UC Berkeley, and you talked to her about the creation of, you know, this Hispanic or Latino or Latinx,
1: latine actually.
2: Sorry, oh my bad, my bad, latine category and how it came to be.
1: I did, uh, and she wrote a book all about it. It's called "Making Hispanics: How Activists, Bureaucrats, and Media Constructed a New American."
4: I would tell people, I'm writing this story about the development of the Latino category, and they would say, well, duh, they've always seen themselves
1: as such. Actually, no, we haven't. We've only been thinking about ourselves here in the United States as Hispanics or Latinos for maybe 50 years, not even. Hmm. Um, And if you want to know more about that recent history, you should check out that Cristina Mora episode. It's fascinating. But the entire time... We've been saying, Hispanic or Latino, it has been incredibly fraught. Case in point, November 2020, the aftertimes, when more Hispanics than expected voted for he who shall not be named.
2: (laughs) This may be the last election cycle where we talk about the Latino vote. A Cuban is
0: not the same as a Puerto Rican, not the same as a Guatemalan.
1: Is there such a thing
3: as a Latino vote? It might be useful to get rid of the term altogether.
1: Because Once again, mainstream English language media realized Latinos are not the M word. Don't say it. Don't say the That's word. M as in Mary. And <laughs> <Yeah>,
2: Marisol Mirage. <laughs> I
1: refuse to say the M word. But regardless, think pieces proliferated about whether Latino is a category with any meaning at all. Because how on earth could so much of this group vote for a president who fueled his campaign and administration on racial animus? Here's historian Gerardo Cadava. He headlined our Latinx Vote Comes of Age episode.
0: I teach a class on Latino history at Northwestern, and we start with the question, who or what is a Latino anyway? And we never resolve that question. I mean, it kind of weaves its way through our story about the past 500 years, but we don't resolve it. And I don't think the point is to resolve it. I think the point is to keep having the question. And so in some ways, Latino group identity, all it is, is an ongoing conversation about what it means to be Latino.
2: So we are about to start our Ongoing conversation
0: about what it means to
2: be Latino. Yes, we are going to talk to all kinds of interesting and smart people about the topic, including y'all, the listeners, because you know y'all have opinions that Ooh, y'all let us you know. You do have opinions very freely.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're
2: kicking us all off though with a dude you might have seen late night on Showtime if you watch Jesus and Miro.
3: I just want to, I want, I want to place the disclaimer that I have not done any type of collegiate studies of like racial identity or anything like that. So I, I'm sure from the hip. Or maybe you've heard
2: his voice on the Bodega Boys
3: podcast. It's been around for a minute,
2: y'all. He co-hosts both of those with his partner in crime, Jesus Nice. Oh, and a warning. There is definitely going to be some cussing, some salty language. So much sass This episode. And this time it's not just you, Shireen, that's working through. Really. <laughs> it. All right, y'all. Let's do this.
1: Unleash all your names.
3: It's uh, the Kid Mero. Depending on which one of my tios you ask, it's Ramiro. Because that's what my father wanted to name me. And my mom was like, you thought I just gestated and birthed this child? His name is Joel. Joel. Armogasto Martinez. <laughs> Wonderful. Which is my father's, my, my father goes by Tito, but his government name is Armogasto, which is extremely Dominican. I'm
1: Puerto Rican yeah. and I have a cousin named
3: Tito, yeah. but
1: his name is Hector.
3: <laughs> Dominicans. I feel like Dominicans name their kids, they just spin a wheel. Like, yo. Like, let's just spin a wheel. Or, or yo, you know what? Well, who was like the 18th president of the United States? Let's name our kid <laughs> that. Like, they'll name their kid. Like, yo. Dom- I
1: thought you were asking me that, and I got really nervous. Yeah, no. So.
3: Shout out to all my Dominicans because, like, Dominicans will name their kids stuff like like Winston mm-hmm. and Franklin.
1: Also, pronunciation is, is always Franklin.
3: interesting. Hey, Franklin. Hey, Franklin. Hey, got- hey, Franklin. Hey, Franklin. Hey, Franklin. 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 Jonathan, which is both a Y, by the way.
1: Uh, uh, my name is Shireen, and they can't say it in Puerto Rico, so they call me Cheating. Chirenga. Cheering. I wish my mom had named me Marisol. It would have made things a lot easier since I don't know my Iranian family. <laughs> <laughs> my Iranian family.
3: Like, why couldn't you just name me Yesenia and call it a day? Uh,
1: my brother is Mark Anthony, <laughs> but yet. But yet. <laughs> So, anyway, you are here to talk about Latinidad, whatever Latinidad. that means to yes. you. Um, before we get to that, how do you self-identify racially, ethnically?
3: Uh, man, I am I am a black Latino, cishet male from the Bronx, or whatever order y'all want to put it in. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I never thought I was anything other than, you know, like a black Latino. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. <laughs> like... I, I You know what made me realize it very early on was going to my mom pulled me out of public school, put me in a, a Catholic school mm-hmm. that was a lot of Irish, there was a lot of Irish kids in.
1: Yeah.
3: And they used to be like, yo, you're black. And I used to, you know, that's very confusing to like a seven year old, like being like, yes. But then it's like, I'm also Dominican. I speak Spanish. English is my second language. I didn't even speak English until, you know, I started going to school. Like kindergarten and all that stuff. Like I spoke Spanish exclusively at home. Like I didn't speak any English at home. So you know that's it. It was it's like a weird balance of like you know your blackness and your Latinidad also because like a lot of it, a lot of for a lot of Latinos like it hinges on on language too. Like that was like the big I I know I don't know. Listen, I don't want to I don't want to uh, age you okay. or I'm gonna age myself. But I know I'm from I'm from when, like, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans didn't really, like, super get along. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, kumbaya. Now it's, like, kumbaya. Like, shout out to Bad Bunny and Alpha and everybody, like, c- crossing genres and everybody's, like, shaking hands and, like, hugging. But before, it was just, like, power struggle New York City. Like, who is the biggest Latino group in New York City? Is it Puerto Ricans or Dominicans? We'll find out at 11. You know what I'm saying? So that era of, like... And what Dominicans used to say to Puerto Ricans is like, ah, yeah, I don't even speak Spanish. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know what I right. mean? Like, ah-ha, you not, you not no Latino, you don't even speak Spanish. You know what I mean? So it's just like, <laughs> you know, like, you grow and you're like, knowing the colonizer's language is not all that it that, that, that matters. Like, that, that doesn't make or break your, you know, identity as a, as a la, Latino, Latino, you know, la, Latine.
1: Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. So is it? Latino, Latinx, Latine?
3: I'm, Hispanic? I'm too. I'm too washed. Like, I yeah. I don't know. I'm too washed, and there's too many terms out there. Like, I use Latino Latina, like, with you know cis people. Like, if you're like, I'm Shireen, my mm-hmm. pronouns are she and her, then I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Shireen is a Latina. You know what I'm saying? But like, if it's you know somebody who's like non-binary or identifies differently, it's like I will just use Latina. because Latinx sounds like porno to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go. I'm not gonna yes. lie. When I first heard Latinx, I was like, "Oh, Vanessa Del Rio's back! Let's go!" Hi. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just weird. And then, like, I like, actually, I actually had a conversation with this on, like, in a in a digital short for for the show Jesus Tomorrow on Showtime, number one show late night. Um, you know, and it was just like, how do you pr- pronounce that? Because I've seen it written, yeah, but I've never heard it said. Right, like I've said, I've I think I heard one person and they said Latinx, and I was just oh like, Latinx. So yeah. then, but then I heard somebody else say latine, and I was just like, that makes more sense because it flows better. It sounds it sounds right in Spanish. Because like, what are you gonna say? and if you say it in Spanish, it's like like Latinex. latineki, <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that sounds like a, a Dembo group. Lo latineki. En vivo, en super canal, <laughs> lo latineki. Like that sounds like a like a merengue group.
1: But I feel like latine may bridge the gap
3: because you can say it in Spanish. You know what I'm saying? I think that's because all. Because you I'm can say is. it in Spanish. I like. Yeah. Like that's why I have I have four children. Yes. And my eldest son, his name is Adrian. But like you know, when my mom comes, she's like Adrian, acá. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like I I was very careful. I have one son named Avery. Who I feel terrible for because it's just like, hey, Betty, hey, Betty, hey, I body soap. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, just, just call him number two.
1: Yeah. Well, your wife is Heather. Is your wife Latina?
3: No, she's a she's a she's a German Jewish woman from New Jersey. Like, you know what ah. I mean? You cannot get. And it's wild too because like I never, I've I like this is gonna sound weird but like i don't know if it's just like the community and the population the demographics of my neighborhoods i've only ever dated black women and and latinas and black latinas Mm -hmm. she had black hair and she, she was working in the same school that i worked where there was literally not a single white student yeah and you know when we started talking she was just like yeah i've been living here for like 20 years and blah 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 and i'm like so you've been living in the Bronx for 20 years, you work in this school, and I just made assumptions, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you never want to ask somebody, like, what are you? Oh, definitely not. It's kind of like, like a weird, kind of like jarring, rude question to ask, so I was just like, you know what I mean? Like, I just made assumptions. I found out when she was just like, hey, my mom's having Passover. I was like, what's that? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're both like very, like, kind of like not religious. You know what I mean? So like that never really came up, but yeah, no. So like uh, you know, I she got the I got the first one, she got the second one, I got the third one, she got the fourth one, and like as far as naming, yeah,
1: exactly. My dad got me; he's Iranian, so I got Uh Shirin, and my mom got my brother. So Uh I understand this very well. There you go. (laughs) So how are you? How are you talking to your kids about their identity?
3: Yeah, no, I tell them all the time. Yeah, like to to me it's just like there's Dominican flags all over the house. Like I'm I'm like Captain Dominic Dominican Republic. Like I was gonna say Captain Dominica, but like to, to play off Captain America, but Dominica actually exists. So shout out to Dominica, you know what I'm saying? And all <laughs> all of those Dominicans. That's you know right. what I'm saying? um but yeah, no, like they just they just know. Like the music is always playing, like I'm always talking I even like I talk to them like they don't they're not fluent in Spanish, but they understand it mm-hmm. It was kind of my fault, cause like Heather, shout out to Heather, my wife. She was really uh, all about it. She was just like, "Yo, they need to really understand, like you know, their their roots, their background, their heritage, and all that stuff." And you know, part of that is the language, and also being bilingual yeah. is an asset. It is. You know what I'm saying? So, but it killed me, cause like I, she would, she was sp- like, you know, my sister is married to a Dominican man, so. My nephew Romero, shout out to Romero, Romerito, hey, can okay. You know he's just immersed in it,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and you know when you, know I, I'm sure you know like to learn a language, you kind of have to be like immersed in it. You have. It's to easier to learn that way, yeah. yeah. And so we were trying to do that, but like. I couldn't speak to her in Spanish because, like, first of all, I'm Dominican. So, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, okay, we're making a word. She not understanding a word at anymore. all. So then, like, she and then she's talking. She's like, Adrián, quieres un poquito de agua? <laughs> and like, I would just explode laughing, and she would just get mad, red in the face, and be embarrassed or whatever. And yeah. uh, like, I basically embarrassed her into like never speaking Spanish again. Which was very bad. And, oh, like, that's okay. terrible. But it's just like, yo, it's like, yo, I'm a New York City public school kid. Yo, I'm like, yo, I'm like roast McDaniel over here. Like this is what I do. Like I just <laughs> roast people. Like I'm sorry yep. you're my wife and I love you, but I gotta roast you because you sound like, you know, a tourist on a all inclusive <laughs> resort. Como se dice goose? Ganso? Tienes ganso grease vodka? Um
1: yeah, well your kids are gonna be receptive
3: bilinguals. So,
1: meaning they're going to understand Spanish, but they just won't f- have the vocabulary to speak back, quote-unquote, fluently. I learned that later
3: in life. Well, uh, well, you know, my oldest is nine. Yeah. So, I feel like if I ship them off to DR now for, like, a two years or three years straight, yeah, one of two things could happen. They're going to either learn Spanish perfectly or they're going to learn Spanish perfectly and start a little, uh, like, reggaeton dembow group. <laughs> Which I can then promote yes. and become rich. That's a beautiful and rest idea. My laurels. I love it. Because that's part of Latinidad right there. <laughs> that's you know Latinidad. Like, yo, your, pa- your parents being like, yo, I took care of you, now you take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
1: and I love how you just like circled back to the topic of Latinidad. One thing that people have been saying to us, and and this is something that you may have seen because it's been all over Twitter, is that we should cancel Latinidad because Latinidad erases indigeneity, it re- erases blackness. It really is all about talking about the mestizo, talking about the Latine person who looks like Selena Gomez or looks like J-Lo you know right. and that's all there is when you talk about latinidad what do you think of that
3: yeah no i mean in my opinion like it's it's you know or in my experience rather you know what i mean like i it depends on where i am you know what i mean like if i'm on the east coast i'm latino if i'm on the west coast it's like what are you yeah you look like will smith with diabetes you know what i'm saying like <laughs> are you you know what i'm saying and and you know and like Island Spanish, Mexican Spanish, like, you know, Very it's, it's, it's not a monolith. You feel me? Like, and I, and I feel like people expect it to be that mm-hmm. way. I, I wish I could like, you know, give like a super eloquent uh, response. But at the end of the day, it's just like, we all fall under this kind of like main umbrella, but we're all different.
1: But what is the umbrella? Like, what is it that unites
3: us? <sighs> Man, that's, that's, that's also like a wild, you know, because to me, like I said, like growing up, New York City the Latin like you know the community was you know Colombians Dominicans Puerto Ricans Hondurans like a handful you know what I mean and some Mexicans you know here and there but we all kind of were just like New Yorkers you know what I mean so it was just it was just like what is the dominant like na- nationality at this time yeah <laughs> like is it cool to be Puerto Rican instead of get popping right now okay so now we're all gonna talk like this Like, is, you know, like, now Dominicans are cool. Like, then bows popping. Okay, now we're all going to do this. You know what I mean? So, man, I don't even know. Like, maybe it's the language. Like, but again, like, I wouldn't let that define me. You know what I mean? So, I feel like it's, it's like, it's just so nebulous. You know what I mean? Like, Latinidad is such, like, a nebulous term. It is. That it's just, like, it is what you make it. You know what I mean? Like, because somebody asked me about this, like, um about masculinity and i was just like masculinity is what you is what you make it like you know like to me masculinity is who i am like you know i'm not afraid to cry in public like some people be like that's not masculine like i'm like Mm -hmm. well i consider myself a a man so you know who are you to tell me that i can't cry in target because i thought about my uncle that passed away or something you know what i mean like so in terms of like that, I'm just like, you know, it just, it's a case by, to me, it's like a case by case basis. Because like you said, like you're Iranian and Puerto Rican. Yeah. Tu Latina? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, and my kids are German, Dominican, you know, Catholic Jews. <laughs> Pero son Latino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's the, it's, <laughs> I was going to say, it's anything but. Like the what's her name, uh, Jessica Krug or whatever. You know what I mean? Like,
1: oh right, you, yeah, yeah. Like,
3: if you're not doing like a Rachel Dolezal like type of thing, <laughs> like, yo, so, just like so body, and like, no, you're not. Like, you're Italian. Like, you're just tanned. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't cosplay.
2: After the break, the
3: Dominican kid from the Bronx grows up and moves his family.
2: Across the Hudson to the Garden State.
3: Okay, we're going to move to Jersey because we don't have that much money and we want to have a house that can accommodate four children and all the shit that four children (laughs) brings.
1: Mero talks about how where you live can change who you think you
3: are. I made the move, but I was just like, I can't be too far or else I start to lose my powers.
2: Stay with us.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Discover.
4: Support for NPR and the following message come from Carnegie Corporation of New York, working to reduce political polarization through philanthropic support for education, democracy, and peace. More information at carnegie.org.
1: Today, it seems like everybody's got a bone to pick with the news. So what happens when somebody stops talking smack and just decides to wage all-out war?
2: First thing you do in in an evasion, you eliminate the communications of the enemy.
1: And what happens if they win? Visit Stockton, California, for a story about a revolt against the mainstream media that's shaken up a city. From NPR's Invisibilia. Jean. Shireen.
2: Code Switch and more of your conversation, Shireen, with the Kid Merrow.
1: I'm assuming you live in the suburbs in New Jersey. Where do you live, like Montclair? You don't have to tell people. No, where no, you no live, I'm, but. I'm,
3: I'm cool. I'm in Fair I'm right next to Patterson. So many like, Dominicans in Patterson. Yeah, you. Oh, you already okay. know. Yeah, no. I, need to, I go over there. Shout out to, shout out to La Morena uh, restaurant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the f- most fire. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A rabo you can get. I needed that. You know what I'm saying? Because like I needed to be like en mi agua como como decimos los Dominicanos. Um, yeah. And I couldn't. I couldn't go from the Bronx to like Montclair. I couldn't do it, like I was just like, "Yo, okay, we're gonna move to Jersey because we don't have that much money, and we want to have a house that can accommodate four children and all the shit that four children brings." Yeah, my dream was to provide a green space for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because my grandmother, uh, or my great aunt, who I call my grandmother, rest in peace, Nina. I love you. Um, she busted her ass to be able to get a house, you know. And when we moved out of an apartment, like, all, you know, it was like a revolving door. There was, like, 40 of us in one house, but that house had a yard. Yeah. So, you know, all my friends, you know, were playing in the parks and stuff like that. I was like, yo, we could play in my yard, yo. And it was just like a, it was like world, you know what I mean, like shattering, like, yo, this is wild. Like, yo, we don't got to this is private, like nobody's, like the police isn't going to roll up on us and tell us to get out, and yo, this is wild. So I wanted to provide that for my kids, and like, you know, buying a house in New York is like, unless you're like a multimillionaire, it's like close to impossible, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I made the move, but I was just like, I can't be too far or else I start to lose my powers, you know what I'm saying? Exactly,
1: that's what I was wondering. How do you keep your kids connected if you, but, but you're saying that, no, you didn't move them to a place where
3: right so they know yeah and they they and and they're and and you know shout out to my mom shout out to my wife also because she's like she fully like it's funny because she assimilated like to dominican culture because like my mom (laughs) took her under the wing i was just like i know me i know i see no eh." you know what i'm saying like when you know she would make rice and beans and like you know be like yo i'm gonna make some you saw or whatever yeah. and she would literally she would literally ask my mom be like you know what's the recipe for this and my mom would be like <laughs> 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 you wrote a recipe on paper <laughs> is that is that what you people do is that what the uh, uh, white people do yeah I, I'm not I, I this is this is news to me <laughs> and she was like no 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 bang 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 and it was just like you know trial by fire, like just you know watch me do what I do, yeah. And you're gonna be able to eyeball everything. And now I have she's got it. She's got it. You know what I mean? She's eyeballing everything. That. She's like, well, I don't gotta break out the teaspoon for for, for the adobo and the and the oregano. No, that, no, like, you know everything that's going into the, into the food is eyeballed. Mm-hmm. She's just pinching and. Shh, shh. <laughs> no problema, ching. No, le falta le falta cebolla.
1: Okay, I'm going to throw something else out there. So we got a letter from somebody who was like, I've really been thinking about this. You know, the Dominican Republic and Haiti, they share an island. So why can't Haitians also be Latino? We have much more in common with other Latinos uh, in the Caribbean, for example, yeah. than we do with, say, African-Americans. So why can't I claim being latino even though i'm haitian i don't know it was just like a really interesting thing that made us all go hmm
3: you know personally i think that language barrier is is like the the line of demarcation i feel like for for most people like it's an easy way out to kind of like Hmm. like you know sidestep a topic that is worth discussing you know what i mean i'm from the cibao region you know what i mean like bordering on haiti who knows like what my family ancestry is my great grandfather could very well be a Haitian man across the border and it's a, like you said like it's an island we share a same landmass there's no way you can tell me that there's not hasn't been crossover of like you know dna and bodily fluids across the border you feel me like that's a ve- that's a that's a super interesting uh take you know what i, I mean thought so too. about looking like, you know that
1: and then it made me feel like okay then why don't we just keep it incredibly specific it's just easier for me to say i'm puerto rican and iranian i will say latina if i'm like checking a box on something or if there's like a broader conversation but i feel like yeah. it's much better to be specific
3: yeah it's just it, it gets complicated when you start to like you know an identity is like is such a deep dive you know what i mean like especially for somebody like You know, somebody like you, who's like from two very different cultures. You know what I mean? Like, it is. who do I lean more into? You know what I mean? Like, and am I I allowed to claim this culture based on how I look, if I don't speak the language or whatever? You know what I mean? Because my kids, they are black Latinos, but they look like uh, half of them look exactly like their mom. So like, you know, can you go in a room and say I'm black when you look like, you know, when you have blonde hair? It's it, it's tricky. We live we we live in strange times, hmm. Shereen. <laughs> We're in this weird kind of space where it's just like, what are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you must have a definitive answer at once. If if pe like if somebody was to ask my dad or like one of my uncles, like, like are you black in English? They'd be like, eh, no, I am Dominican. And you can see like the process going on in their head, like no i'm not african-american that's what black means right guys yes you don't know either fuck Hmm. you know what i mean like and that's like you know what i'm saying like that's that like (laughs) i saw so many of my uncles just like just be totally filling out the senses just like mad confused like (laughs) i'm not white but i'm not african-american so what do i do here you know what I'm saying? Like that's a very real sentiment. You know what I mean? Not to, and I'm not downplaying the racism and the colorism at all because that shit is real and it really exists. But a lot of times you just get people that are just from the campo, bro, and they don't they they literally know no, they don't know no better.
1: There are academics out there who are trying to make the argument that it's also a race. Latinos are racialized, so that is also a race. It's an ethnicity, but it's also that's, a race. What do you think of that?
3: That's high level academia shit right there. Like. I'm going to keep it funky. That is not a conversation that will come up if I'm just enjoying a Newport 100 in front of the bodega with my friends. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like... (laughs) Yo, I don't know. Can
1: it be both? Can it be an ethnicity and a race? Like, these are things that I keep thinking about because we talk about race. And every time we get into Latino issues, Latine issues... You have to be more specific. There is anti-blackness. Like, who are we talking about here? People yeah. have light skin oh, privilege. There's, and then all of these things are true. And then also, what's true is there are people who are not fitting into the specific Asian, white, black, or Native American, Indigenous categories, and those people are also discriminated against. So, like,
3: it's wild. What, man. what
1: you know? It's, it's just the the.
3: <laughs> it's very confusing.
1: I don't know what to say. Hispanic, yes. Latino, Latina, Latinex? Or we're arguing about yeah. that for the first five minutes before we can even get into the rest of the conversation. I'm yelling right now.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm and that's the thing. It's just like it's it's can we take can we make a poll? Like, yo, if you consider yourself to be a part of the Latino, Latina, Latinx community, chime in in the comments and let us know if we should cancel it or not and we will stop this. At 150 comments, and then we'll decide, and that will be the rule of law going forward.
1: (laughs) That's the Kid Marrow, a.k.a. Joel Armogasto Martinez. He has a new book out with his co-host, Jesus Nice. It's called God-Level Knowledge Darts, Life Lessons from the Bronx. I'm hoping his next book is going to be Garden State Level Knowledge Darts, Raising Dominican, German, Jewish, Catholic, American kids in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Mm. I'm really looking forward to that read, Gene.
2: That strikes me <laughs> as real specific, Shereen. I don't know how big the audience for that is.
1: You can find the universal in the specific gene.
2: true. You true. know
1: this. We've done it here on Code Switch. Anyway, it's been a while since we've done something that our audience loves. It's called Songs Giving Us Life. It has been a minute. I know. Don't you miss it? Very much so. I miss it, too. So I use this opportunity to ask Mero, what are you listening to? And mostly because I really need to update my playlists. It's like 1998 up in there.
3: A lot of um, what people like to call musica urbana. Harakakiko, Seki Vicini. Eh, el Cherizcon, Como dije, Toquilla, Yomel, Leo RD, Yailin La Más Viral. I think I said Sequibisil. Bulín 47. I love Bullying 47. Bullying 47 is one of my favorite because he's an entertainer. That's kind of like a Dominican trait. Like,
1: so I've started listening to Bulin 47 and he's giving me life and making me want to dance again. But unfortunately, that's our show. I wish we could
2: hear some more, though. Heating ass <laughs> This episode was produced by you, Shireen, and Kumari Devarajan with help from Summer Tamad. It was edited by Leah Dinella.
1: And a big shout out to the rest of the CS crew. Steve Drummond, Karen Grigsby-Bates, Alyssa Jung Perry, Natalie Escobar, Jess Kung, and L.A. Johnson. Our artwork this week is by Crystal Keelis. <laughs> And I almost forgot, I have to say a big, big thank you to our listeners who you heard at the very top of the episode. Jasmine Rippo. Claudia Vasquez. Ronnie Medrano, Damaris Rimondi. Brandon Movirovejo. Dora Prieto. Caitlin Doherty. Tori Ashley Matos. Hey, Edgar.
0: Quintero.
1: And there will be more from you, our listeners, throughout the series.
2: I'm Gene Dunby,
1: And I'm Shireen Marisol Maragi.
2: Be easy, y'all.
1: Peace. A special
4: thanks to our funder, the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, for helping to support this podcast.
3: Good question. That's a really good question. It's
4: a great question. This
0: is free therapy.
1: Thank you for asking me that. God, that's
0: such a good question.
1: That's an interesting question. But what Fresh Air interviews are really about are the interesting answers. Listen and subscribe to Fresh Air from WHYY and NPR.